But right now on the line from, which I can only guess is Wellington, and I never ask my guests this when I talk to them on the phone before we go on, I always forget, but I assume it's Wellington, um, I'm joined by Charlotte Yates, Morena to you. Oh, good morning Jamie, yes, um, i come from Wellington, actually slightly north. Alright, you're coming down to Otipoti Dunedin this Saturday to play a show at 50 Dundas Street. Um, it is a kind of is it fair to say, Charlotte, that this may be a show that's a continuation of uh, a tour that's been going on since the release of your album um, back la- uh, last year? Then the stars started singing because if I if I look at um, I thought I'm looking you up on the internet as you do when you do a bit of research. Uh, and oh, yeah? yeah, yeah, and it seems like you've been playing sh- intermittent shows uh, every now and again, uh, and and now it's Dunedin's turn. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, it's a, it's a kind of a, a, as as when and where um, opportunities come up, but also um, as my other projects allow, and um, just ro- rolling, I guess rolling things out. And this this, this show is really looking at um, developing some new material as well. Oh. Um, and also, um, I'm playing with a colleague called Showpony, um, so it's a slightly uh, different presentation sometimes I do solo shows mm-hmm. um, I've worked with different folks but this is a this is a, a mighty duo of acoustic uh, acoustic songs really nice nice um, who is um, show pony tell us a little bit about her <laughs> <laughs> I see the multi instrumentalist so I mean I, I pretty much operate as a as a you know, female singer songwriter so guitar and voice and but the recordings that I do obviously have have more terms than that. So presenting that live, you know, after a while you want to put put on some of the different flavours. So she plays violin, she plays trumpet and does backing vocals, and she's a mean percussionist too. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. It's always great to have friends that are multi-instrumentalists because <laughs> one, it can keep tour costs down because you don't need... You have people that play only one instrument, many of them. You got one person that can do it, uh, and and you know, if you're a multi instrumentalist, you're usually a very talented human being. Um, she, is, she is indeed. She yeah. is indeed. She, I call her the Swiss Army knife of music. <laughs> Um, now, three decades in the business, and um, for you now, coming up anyway, um, which I guess um, people make a song and dance about, but I mean, I guess it's just three decades of life, isn't it? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I was reading an article the other day about um, what do you do with your leisure time, and uh, my leisure time is, is massively blurry. It's it's all kind of uh, a part of part of my life rather than I go to work. I mean, there's definitely hey, the office on Saturday is fifty Dundas, but um, yeah. uh, you know, music interweaves itself throughout throughout my life, or. I can't, I can't face listening to it at all, and um, I have to curl up with a, curl up with a book and, and read my head off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess those are the times where um, new songs will come to you anyway. You think you're not doing musical things, and all of a sudden you've read something that's giving some kind of inspiration. And and also, um, like, I mean, a lot of musicians don't last that long. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I don't mean just from a, a career point of view. I mean, I've several, I guess, reinventions, if you like, but, you know, people die. They, yeah. <laughs> they do too many drugs. They, they have car accidents and plane accidents. And, and so now I'm in a situation where I know the people people um, who are still in the business, they really, really want to be there. Yeah. And, um, and they're, 
like some of them have kind of, I guess, what you call real musical jobs. Like um, I'm doing some work with um, my friend Sam, who's he's now like a professor of, of um, I think it's something to do with film composition in, in the States. And you go, my God, when did you grow up? And and so this, I guess this, um, people have followed followed their strands in the music industry to, to all sorts of different places now. And with the magic of, um, of internet, man, you can connect up with folks all over the world, which I really like doing. Yeah. Well, of course, in Dunedin, there's a few old fine nun uh, people roaming around the music department here at the University of Otago. Um, they've gone on to become doctors of music and the, and the like. Um, yeah, and, 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 and kind of, you know, I mean, Slung Nun was so, was so, um, you know, of its of its time and so unique and so, um, I guess, localised um, to Dunedin and had such an influence on the music industry. So, it's, I mean, it's really great that that I guess representatives of of that sound that are still, you know, flying around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and but you know, like it's. For for a lot of us, you know, it's not a hobby. Yeah, it is. It's part of what you love and breathe. And um, I think I had about three weeks. I've had three weeks in my professional musical life, which is since about nineteen ninety, um, where I didn't actually do music, and I felt I just felt weird at the end of that. <laughs> I it was just—it was too weird. Yeah, it was wrong. It was wrong. <laughs> and I guess I mean, of course, over over the years, um, things that you haven't done within your own music, you've been doing, um, you know, uh, still in the performing arts realm. You uh, organised uh, and worked on fringe festivals over in Melbourne, and you've done a lot of art stuff up, uh, up in Wellington. And there's the poet collections that you've done uh, mm. with James K. Baxter, Hone Tufare's work. Um, so yeah, even if it, you're not doing your own thing, you've still got your fingers in all the musical pies, Charlotte. Well, well, that's a, that's one one way of putting it, I guess. I'm I'm interested in a lot of different aspects of music, and and certainly those the um, curation of poetry collections. I worked with wound up working with um, I don't know about forty or fifty different songwriters um, who had taken various poems and set them to the music, and. You know, I'd done a, a track for each of those albums myself, but watching how other people um, kind of deep deep dive into setting some of our greatest poets' words to music was was a total privilege mm. uh, and and inspiring. And it just, I mean, I I guess uh, like you, not exactly. You go, well, am I going to do an album every two years? I mean, that's kind of that has been the model, but I mean, it's like what. What else can we do? Um, mm. And I, I get fired up about all sorts of different things. But I mean, I guess come back to um, your point about is it are there intermittent concerts? Well, yeah. I mean, it depends where and what things are going on. And I know people like to do a focus tour sometimes, but I like I just like to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and um, so the the idea of what you're doing when you're 25 with music. You know, are you going to do that when you're 55? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I certainly didn't want to. I wanted to change and, and develop and try new stuff out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you've done that, I guess, with your music, and you've done that with your life too. I mean, you, you're quite often studying and doing and learning new things and um, just putting yourself into into new situations all the time. Um, yeah. 
yeah. a bit of, there's a you know, geek element. Yeah. <laughs> geek, geek element going on. Um, then the stars started singing. It was released last year. It's a bit of an eccentric mix. I mean, there's some pop in there, there's some country in there, and there's also the, like a kind of a trip-hop element. Um, <laughs> it, uh, well, that's a nice review, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and eccentric in a good way. I love a, a, eccentricity. Um, but yeah, you know, there's that trip hop element, which I, I guess um, Jeremy brought to the project. Um, oh yeah, Jim, Mr. Fifty Hertz. Yeah, yes. it was. Look, I really enjoyed his his music, and then he he kind of um, he he moved away from music and said, "Oh my God, a day job um, <laughs> with with sort of final life," and uh, I. I um I dug around to to find out what he was doing, and he's a, he has a really interesting um, I guess leisure activity, which he does night fishing, and so he would come to the studio um, all in his fishing gear. Uh, he he'd literally fish off um, off the you know, off the Oriental Bay or around Evans Bay and stuff, uh, and he'd be in his gummies and his and his waders basically, um, and and come in with you know, a, a really fantastic sort of contribution and collaboration. And that's sort of majorly where I'm, I'm heading musically is different um, collaborations. Instead of one producer, I'm working with a whole bunch of producers for my next for my next <laughs> album, yeah. And you have had one mainstay producer, I guess, haven't you, and uh, Gil Eva Craig? Jill, yeah. Jill, oh, uh, well, <laughs> Jill and I co-chair a studio in Wellington. Um, she's on one side of the glass and I'm on, on the other, really. And um, she's been, um, I mean, did a, was, well, did, did a lot of music in, in, in her early youth. She actually started off in brass bands, for goodness sake. And, yeah. um, and, and morphed over, you know, life changed when she found the bass guitar. But um, she's, she's mostly um, been a life sound engineer. And so... Here, um, here are my geek elements were able to fuse quite happily, yeah. And, and yeah, and and sort of where I was super interested in, um, you know, chord changes and lyrics and and melody, uh, she was able to bring um, texture and and beat and and that was that was a joyous communion. <laughs> but yeah, she's also off and away. Um, she's done a lot of work with um, with bands touring internationally, so. Um, yeah, you know, I like I like to touch base with with a whole lot of other other people as well. So, yes, um, she, she, she emailed me last night. I don't know, I had some sort of thing where you're trying to export a Pro Tools session um, to to another another a guy who's got another uh, uh, digital audio workstation door, and I, it was just one of those things where it looks super easy, but it, you know. With Tico Schmecker, with boys, yeah, you know, many a slip, and it's great because I can just messenger her, and it doesn't matter where she is or where you know where I am. It's like, mm, have you tried you know, push button A? And, yeah. <laughs> and so, so we have that kind of relationship. <laughs> um, so, so you play the show this Saturday, and you've got like, mm. I mean, you've got such a, a extensive back catalogue. I mean, think of recorded tracks; you must have eighty odd. Uh, or, yeah, or keep, more. Keep, yeah, keep going. I mean, I, yeah. sort of, I sort of forgot about it, but um, yeah, and it's like pulling out even and then, you know, like you've got this fantastic favourite jumper that you haven't worn in three years, and you wake down and go, oh, I love wearing that. Yeah, and that's what it's like coming back through. You kind of read, you cover your own songs in a way. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So I mean, how do you go about choosing? I mean. Uh, is it just because you've just got a feeling and something, you know, one of those tracks has just popped into your head for, for no good reason? It's just there. 
there's a wee bit more thought involved, but um, often it's the set lengths because we're, uh, we're doing a double bill with um, uh, a local local hero from your town, Matt, Matt Langley, mm-hmm. and he's um, he's <clears throat> performing his music, pretty much his vocals and acoustic guitar from his third album, Winter Dust. Mm-hmm. And it's it's beautiful music, so kind of wanted to, to match in with that a little bit. Um, and then there's who I'm playing with, and then there's, you know, uh, how many violin songs, how many trumpet songs, how many... Um, <laughs> what key, you know, um, what uh, topic-wise, you know, do we, do we want to be... Um, what kind of shape to set, really? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then just uh, sometimes now I get um, people saying, can Doing doing pre-show requests, which is which has been really nice. That is nice. That is nice. Right. So the show's this weekend. It's at uh, Fifty Dundas mm. Street, uh, with yourself and Show Pony uh, plus um, our wonderful Matt Langley, um, as well. I guess opening the set. Um, tickets mm. are at um, undertheradar.co.nz. Um, will you have copies of the album as well? Uh, uh, yes. The yeah. Then the staff start singing will be available for sale. Fantastic. Charlotte Yates, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Oh, thank you for having, having me on, Jamie, and, um, you know, all power to you. Yeah, you're, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Um, you choose a song. Which song would you like me to play from the latest record? Uh, would you mind playing, actually, the, the title track, which is Then the Stars Start Singing? Indeed, I will do that. Track number six off the album, Then the Stars Start Singing. Once again, Charlotte, thank you so much. No, I really appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll see you on Saturday at 50 Dunder Street. Wicked. Take two. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Charlotte Yates there. 50 Dunder Street this weekend with Show Pony and Matt Langley. Of course, uh, Charlotte Yates. We didn't didn't get to when the cat's been sprayed or or anything like that, but she's uh, been a mainstay of New Zealand uh, music scene for many years, uh, and especially with that um, poet collection. Um, really came to the fore and uh, produced some beautiful works in conjunction with um, some of the greatest written words from Aotearoa. And here is track six off the album, um, Then the Stars Start Singing. It's called That Exact Thing. It's the title track. You're on the one, 91FM. Wait. 